0: So here's uh three old episodes from March twenty twenty one. There's a transgender one that probably is still interesting. There's an old school uh mass shooting one, which is kinda interesting. And I've been generally just removing basically in March twenty twenty one the George Floyd trial was going on and I did a bunch of podcasts about oh, on this day this happened and on that day that happened. And I've generally been removing those from my greatest, so-called Greatest Hits podcast. But I'm going to throw this one in. It starts off slow, but it does have maybe a point. Maybe not. So that's what's coming up on the Anti-Woke podcast. So I'm listening to the new Blocked and Reported with Katie Herzog and Jesse Single. Uh, They're talking about a couple things. They're talking about um, trans kids and there's some laws being passed. Uh, related to that. And then they're talking about a uh, college professor in Washington, state of Washington, who got canceled on a Zoom, from a Zoom call. And so Jesse Single, he's like a reporter. He was tweeting uh, opposition to, uh, I think it's Arkansas and North Carolina are doing some legislation about trans kids. And so I don't know exactly what the bills are about, but those are those are both uh, Republican legislatures. So you can get the idea. This isn't. He also mentioned Vermont. So like Vermont has a Democrat legislature, and they're passing things that you know use the left idea of what you should do for trans kids, and then those other two states are doing you know what the more right idea is, not correct, but on the right uh, idea of what to do to trans kids, and. I think Jesse Single has tweeted opposition to all three of those bills. And you know, and, and he uh he bases all his stuff on evidence, which really pisses people off. So he was saying that when he like opposes, you know, a bad bill, people are like, "You can't speak about that. You're cuz he's written he's written um in-depth reports on trans kids and like, you know, what is the evidence? Let us let us find out what the evidence is or lack of evidence. So people hate him over the issue. Trans activists, I guess. And and so they're like, you can't speak on this. You're trying to actively murder trans kids. I guess this is based on the idea that trans kids commit suicide so much that if you, whatever, if you say the wrong thing, they will kill themselves. So you have, you know, almost directly killed them. Uh, he mentions the date on that, and it's, you know, of course, the answer is, Trans activists constantly talking about suicide may get them to commit suicide, but otherwise their accusa- well their accusations are totally false, and you know and then the irony will be that they are actually the ones getting trans kids killed if anyone is, and there's no evidence that anyone is and Katie Herzog, who I think is the most right on media person in the world right now that I've heard, like she will say <laughs> what the truth is you know sometimes she'll be quiet, because you know because she knows what the truth is and, you know, something that really can't be said. But she will either speak the truth or be quiet and thereby speak the truth. I mean, like, no one, no one can compare to her. In this episode, she doesn't say a ton. She's, mostly goes like, is there evidence for that? Jesse's like, nope. Is there evidence for this other thing? Jesse's like, nope. Is there evidence this way, that way? You know, she mostly just asks, is there evidence for any of the stuff that people are saying? And the answer is no, because he's the guy who really studies it. And then their second episode or second segment is about a, uh, teacher who got canceled. And so her community college, some super woke community college had a zoom call with like hundreds of people where they all had to listen to some sort of white fragility thing, you know, telling them, you know, the usual stuff, white people are evil. Uh, yeah, you know, white people are evil. You need to look at your navel and uh, contemplate your evil belly button. So one of the teachers is like, hey, can I talk? And they're like, you know, I guess the person in charge, the outsider brought in to do the seminar, was like, didn't know who she was and was like, yes. And so she's like, you know, all this talk about race. I mean, maybe we should be talking about, you know, helping people who are poor and, you know, other super <laughs> reasonable critiques of what uh, the lady is saying, you know. Her idea is like everything's about race. And it's like, "Well, what about this? What about that? You got evidence?" And so anyways, the school blew up. You know, she can't teach anymore. The school blew up. Someone who reported her said that she was like her heart was palpitating and she was having a, you know, feeling dizzy and panic attacks or something hearing these ideas of like, you know, "Are you sure this are you sure this is a good idea?" Basically is what she said. And, uh, so, you know, that causes some people to have panic attacks. Okay, so to kind of tie this stuff together is who's killing kids? You know, like, that's a, whatever, that's a go-to accusation. You know, like, person you don't like is asking for evidence. You just say, you're killing kids. And you're like, and you drop the mic. And you're like, I won that one. I I, call, I said they're killing kids. But in reality... The only kids that I know of, you know, for a fact being kill- killed are people like Sequoia Turner, eight-year-old black girl. I think she had braids, you know, cute as a button, who was shot by a Black Lives Matter person. Uh it was at that Wendy's where, uh, anyways, it was at that Wendy's in Atlanta where they had a autonomous zone of some sort. And then there's the increase in homicides among black people in America, which is... 2000 since May 2020, and you know, you may, anyways, there's lots of little kids in there. You know, there's toddlers, there's infants, there's six year olds, there's every age. You know, maybe it's mostly men in their late teens, early 20s, but there's kids in there, there's kids in there all over the place. So, basically, on the trans side, we don't have the evidence yet, but if anyone is killing kids, It's the trans activists, and then on the, you know, this white privilege, white whatever, all this white stuff, they are, we got the data on that one, they are the ones killing kids, and boy, they feel holier than thou as they go out and on one side possibly kill kids, and on the other side actively get kids killed boy, I hate that. It's just so annoying. It's so annoying (laughs) to be holier than that while you're killing kids. Is there anything more annoying? Well, anyways, thanks for listening. So there was a mass shooting the other day by Philip Adams. He's a former NFL player. You know, when you say a former NFL player, it's like, what does that mean? So I looked him up. The answer is he played in seventy-eight games from 2010 to I think 2015 or something close to that. So this isn't someone who was a backup for one game one season. This guy was a real player. I guess he was a cornerback. That's the uh that's the guy who's real fast. It's a real fast defense player. So now he's not quite as famous as OJ. I mean OJ was probably one of the top five players of whatever decade he was a player in, seventy early you know, late seventies, early eighties. So he wasn't a superstar like O. J., but this guy is a legit NFL player. And so we don't know why, but for whatever reason, he went to someone's house and just killed five people and then killed himself. So it was a mass shooting. Like we are having in America here and here and there and now and then. But here's the point about it is that if you've been a white man that, you know, going and killing a family of five, I think it was like, you know, grandma, grandpa, two grandkids and I think uh, someone who accidentally whatever, who wishes they wouldn't have been there. So a family, a family and someone else. If that had been one white man, this story would have gotten ten times the coverage that it got. And I'm not talking about a white man who was an NFL player. If it had been a white NFL player, this thing would have gotten literally a thousand times the coverage of what this got. But anyways, so the corporate media has to suppress, they have to suppress the race of this Philip Adams fellow. He was black. Because if you start allowing for mass killings that were committed by Black people to get into the news, then you'll get something like this. You know, you know, here, here here's the list of the race of mass killings. Actually, I'm going to look up the list. Hold on, hold on. Okay, so you can go to mass dash shootings dot info, and if you go to the 2021 page they're not up to date the last shooting they have is the colorado guy i'm gonna start there so this is going backwards from the colorado guy so you got a syrian guy a black guy a white guy that's the guy who did the stuff in atlanta someone who there's no picture for him then you got a black guy a black guy a black guy a black guy an old white guy Hispanic, 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 a black guy, 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 a black guy. They don't have a picture for the person. A black guy, a black guy. They don't have a picture for the person. A black guy, a black guy, an old white guy, you know. We're going to have a young white guy coming up anyways. So resetting back to the old white guy. After that goes. A black guy, a black guy. They don't have a picture, a young white guy, a black guy, a black guy, a black guy, a young hispanic, a middle-aged white guy, a black guy, a middle-aged white guy, a black guy, a young white guy, a black guy, a black guy, a black guy, a black guy, they don't have the picture, a black woman, I think she was just like kind of there when her friend shot up a bunch of people. In fact, these are those friends. A black guy, a black guy, they don't have the picture, Hispanic, Guy, a Hispanic guy, a Hispanic guy, a black guy, a Hispanic guy, a black guy and a black guy. So that is that is who's committed the mass shootings in America. Like you would have no effing clue if you follow the media. Because they just they basically just say if a black person commits a mass shooting, then it doesn't count as a mass shooting, so they don't mention it. And when you do that, you're like, you're left with, oh my, you know, they do the same thing with, with Hispanics too, which is kind of crazy because I don't think the media is trying to protect Hispanics. I don't see any Asians on here. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe if an Asian did a mass shooting, then they'd let the Asian, whatever, they'd sing it from the high hilltops that an Asian did it. But anyways, they just basically said, no blacks and no Hispanic mass shootings count. So then you're like, oh my goodness, it's always a white guy. But if you actually look at the people who have done the mass shootings, well, anyways, you just heard what I said. There, there's, there's the race of the last whatever 50 of them. And go to that, go to that site, mass-shootings.info. And every single one of these things is like a mugshot with like several um media articles talking about the case. It's not like whatever. There's no line. There's absolutely zero line there. Cause it's just all backed up with one, one click. You can see, are they lying or not? And you're like one click later. Oh, they're not lying. So anyways, the corporate media is a bunch of racists. They hate white people. I mean, I mean, I don't even, what, what do you, what do you do with that? Um, they hate white people. I mean, luckily for white people, I guess they're, you know, they're just going about their day, they're going about their, you know, they're going to their job, they're showing up on time, they're leaving eight hours later, they're going home, you know, they're picking up their kids from day school or whatever you do in COVID, and I guess white people are okay, semi-okay, I mean, there's an an amazing amount of attacking white people, and white people are resilient, and they can take it, but uh, whatever if that guy had been a white NFL player, oh my God, it would have been the biggest story ever. But anyways, we're moving on. We're moving on to the next one. We're waiting for the next white mass shooter. And it's pretty crazy. I mean, it just... It's pretty crazy. And I don't know if I mentioned, but anyway, so there's the guy who attacked the Capitol building... And so I was looking up, you know, I was looking up murder of Capitol Hill Police Department people. And so a couple of them were killed in 98 by, I'm not sure who, a long time ago. And then it looks like that, uh, you know, the old January 6th attack on the Capitol did not kill anyone. And so when that black guy who went and drove up and rammed his car into a couple of cops at the Capitol Hill the other day, uh, so he's the first person to kill a Capitol Hill police officer in since 98. And then I believe, I mean I didn't follow it, who the heck would want to listen to that, but I believe the Democrats like did the, their whole impeachment thing against Trump. Not the whole thing. But a large part of the impeachment, the second impeachment of Trump, was them talking about how a Capitol Hill police officer was killed. So... That was wrong. I mean, just people, you know, people on the left are just like one thing after another. Like, you know, so 10 black people commit a mass, shoot, 10, commit mass shootings in a row. They never mention it. Then a white person commits a mass shooting. They go, look at that. White people are the only ones that commit mass shootings. And they're like, hey, look at this. They're killing people. They're killing capital. The, the Republicans are killing people at the Capitol Hill. And then it's like, uh, you know, and then a couple months later, it's like, oh, well, they didn't do that. And then someone actually does it. And they're like, well, never mind. Anyways, you get the idea. It's just complete and utter hypocrisy and deception from people on the left. And man, I was on the left. I am still on the left in a lot of ways. I just don't believe in lies. All right. Thanks for listening. So Donald Williams is the MMA witness for the prosecution basically the people who want to send Derek Chauvin to prison is the prosecution even though Derek Chauvin was a cop and so they have this guy in the stand named Donald Williams and he's an MMA fighter and really he's just a guy who showed up at the scene when Chauvin was putting his neck on George putting his neck putting his knee on George Floyd's neck but the prosecution used him. He's like a boxer and MMA fighter, so they used him like kind of like an expert witness. Like, hey, what does this hold mean? And you know, what is it? You know, what, what if you do this to someone, and so on. Which is a little weird, because, anyways, he just he was just a guy who showed up at the scene and started yelling at the cops. Anyway, so the the prosecution was trying to send Derek Chauvin to prison. um... Got him to say a bunch of bad stuff, like, "Oh, that's a you know that that that's a blood hold, not a choke hold or an air hold and stuff like that," and you know made it sound pretty bad. I think they got what they wanted out of him as far as that goes. And then the defense uh, on the Derek Chauvin side, the guy who the cop who had his knee on George Floyd's neck, was asking him about what he was doing while he was on the scene, and it was like, you know, did you say? you know, hey, you bleeping cops, you bleep, 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 bleep. That's a little exaggeration, but basically he was like, he was there, he was yelling at the cops, and he was cussing at the cops. And he's like, you know, did you say this string of cuss words at the cops? And he's like, yes, I did. So whatever, that's, it's all fine. That's all fine. But now there's a new bombshell. There's video of Donald Williams, the MMA guy. In a riot, or at least someone who looks very, very much like him, wearing the exact same shoes, the exact same shirt, and the exact same hat, throwing a brick through the back of a cop car window, and just you know whatever it goes right through very nicely. I mean, he's got a good arm. And then there's lots of other video online uh, of him, like you know he speaks it like. I don't know if it's Black Lives Matter, it's like Black Panthers. I think it's Black Panthers stuff. So anyways, he's you know he's a he's really into black stuff, which is fine. And he also happens to be the guy who showed up and said, you know, hey, don't choke that, you bleep bleep bleep. Don't choke that guy, you bleep bleep bleep, which is also fine. I mean, I think Chauvin should have stopped choking him but then he's also a guy who's known for throwing bricks through the back of cop cars which is that part's not fine so it's going to be interesting to see how that affects the case because the way a court case goes is the prosecution calls all their witnesses and then as they go through you know the defense the defense gets to question each of those witnesses afterwards and then, when they're all done, the defense gets to call all their witnesses. And then the prosecution can kind of can cross-examine. And, like, if the prosecution calls Donald Williams up there, the defense cannot call him later unless something has changed, which is basically like, if people from 4chan, apparently it is 4chan, people from 4chan, P-O-L, that's politics, People from 4chan, POL, uh, they're the ones who like went and scoured all the video of all the riots in Minneapolis, and then scoured the, you know the Facebook pages and the you know anyway social media of Donald Williams, and they were able to put it all together. And so there's no way the defense could have ever done that kind of stuff themselves. You know they would have had to have tons and tons and tons of lawyers the way that. The prosecution does, or maybe even more than that. That's what's kind of interesting. If 4chan is on your side, you know, 4chan, I think, is on both people's side. 4chan is just looking for something that will blow the case wide open either way. But anyways, they're just going to be looking for everything. Because they got time. You know, they're, they're fat men in their basement, mom's basement. So we'll just see. I think, you know, at some point... um, the defense is going to bring that guy back and be like hey hey guy who said that uh, that was a that was a you know a murderous chokehold were you the guy who threw the brick through the back of a cop car and uh it's not going to look so good it's going to be like huh why is the, why why is the prosecution bringing in you know rioters basically hey ri- why are they bringing in one rioter after another boy if they can find a second rioter that the 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 defense brings in really will help their case. I don't know. I, and I guess I'll say, you know, I hope I hope they throw Chauvin in jail for, you know, I don't think he's guilty of murder in the second degree, but I hope they throw him in jail for murder in the second degree just to show how the corporate media is a bunch of racists. Like, you know, they're like, oh, America would never do this. They would never do that. America is so racist and it would just be a big f u to the corporate media and to academia and i mean i wouldn't really sacrifice a person's life on that but whatever it would be nice it would be a nice f u what i really hope is that if he's guilty he goes down for he goes down and if he's innocent he doesn't go down but it would be a nice f u to the corporate media thanks for listening bye Twitter handle at anti-woke podcast. And thanks for listening.